Govinda Jaya Jaya Gopala Jaya Jaya Radha Ramana Hari Govinda Jaya Jaya Govinda Jaya Jaya Gopala Jaya Jaya Radha Ramana Hari Govinda Jaya Jaya Govinda Jaya Jaya Gopala Jaya Jaya Radha Ramana Hari Govinda Jaya 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 Bhopa La Jaya Jaya Radha Ramana Hari Govinda Jaya Jaya Govinda Hari Bhopala Hari Allahari Govindahari Govindahari Gopalahari Gopalahari Govindahari Krishna Govinda Hare Murare Hinatanarayana Vasudeva Sri Krishna Govinda Hare Murare Nata Narayana Vasudeva Sri Krishna Govinda Hare Murare Nata Narayana Vasudeva Shri Krishna Govinda Hare Murare He Narayana Vasudeva Shri Krishna Govinda Hare Murare Narayana Vasudeva Sri Krishna Govinda Hare Murari Narayana Vasudeva 
Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo 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 Bhagavate Vasudevaya Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Ananta Koti Vaishnavrani Ki Jai Namacharj Haridas Thakur Ki Jai Prem Sekoho Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Sri Vasari Gauru Bhaktivedanta Ki Jai Sri Sri Radha Krishna Gopgopina Shyamakunda Radha Kundigiri Gopadana Ki Jai Brindavandam ki jai, Navadvipdam ki jai, Bhakti Devi ki jai, Tulsi Maharani ki jai, Jamuna Devi ki jai, Ganga Devi ki jai, Samaveta Bhaktavrindi ki jai, New Year's Day Sankirtan Party ki jai, Keterpal Family ki jai, All Glories to the Assembled Devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to C.C. Guru and Goranga. So, I have been requested. Tonight's theme is unconditional love. That is the theme for tonight. So time permitting, we will have several different readings. So this first one on unconditional love is taken from my favorite book, Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead by my spiritual master, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. And the scene where this excerpt comes from is the night of the rasa dance. The pastime was such that Krishna played his flute just like Sanjay has played his flute. Sanjay, you're here, right? Play that flute. Thank you, Sanjay. Happy New Year, Sanjay. 
So Krishna played his flute and all the gopis came running, dropping everything that they were doing to go see Krishna. And the rasa dance began. But in the middle of the rasa dance, the gopis became proud. So Krishna disappeared from the midst of all the gopis and went alone deep into the forest with his beloved Srimati Radharani and she is here today. Srimati Radharani is here in this Ketapal house. But then Radharani also became proud and Krishna disappeared from her. When Krishna disappeared from the gopis and Radharani, they searched for him throughout Vrindavan forest. They searched and searched until it was so dark there was no longer moonlight. It was the full moon. Last night was the full moon, the blue moon last night. Blue moon. So it was also the full moon. But as they went deep into the forest, it got too dark. So they retreated and went to the bank of the Yamuna and sang their songs, Gopi Gita. Jayati te dikam tavakatamratam 19 uh, prayers which are there. So after they sang their song, this is what takes place. When Lord Krishna finally reappeared among the assembled gopis, he looked very beautiful, just befitting a person with all kinds of opulences. So Krishna is defined as the possessor of all opulences, Bhagavan. Everyone can say? Bhagavan. So he has all wealth, all beauty, all strength, all fame, all knowledge, all renunciation. He has all the opulences unlimitedly. When Krishna entered the forest on the bank of the river, what was the river? Yamuna. The moonlight dissipated the surrounding darkness. Due to the season, flowers like the Kunda and the Kadamba were blooming. Krishna has a name, Mukunda. Mukunda, one meaning, Krishna has a face which is compared to the Kunda flower because the Kunda flower looks like it's smiling. So Krishna's face He's always smiling. So sometimes Krishna is compared, Krishna's smiling face is compared to the kunda flower. So muk means face, kunda. So that's one meaning. Everyone say mukunda. The other meaning of mukunda, the more one that most people know, he gives liberation from this material world. We are all prisoners here in this material world. And in order to become freed from this prison, we need the blessings of Krishna. So we should do this program every year so that we get delivered by, what's his name? Everyone say? Ah, let's go on. A gentle breeze was carrying the aroma. And due to the aroma, the bees 
were also flying in the breeze, thinking that the aroma was honey. The gopis made a seat for Krishna by leveling the soft sand and placing cloths over it. When the gopis had Krishna in their company, not only all their grief, but their lamenting in the absence of Krishna was relieved. They felt they had no desire to be fulfilled. Fully satisfied in the company of Krishna, they spread their cloths on the ground. So, when you actually have Krishna, then you are completely satisfied. Up until the point that we have Krishna, then we're not going to be fully satisfied. We may have a friend, we have a lover, we may have so many things in this world. But because we are soul, nothing material can actually satisfy us. We need something that will satisfy the soul. And the soul requires an unlimited amount of happiness which no material thing can give us. That's why in the material world, nobody's happy because they're thinking, my material things will quench that burning in my heart, but it doesn't. It doesn't really. I need something that is unlimited. Therefore, Krishna's name, Ananta. Everyone say so actually it's only Krishna who can really satisfy each and every one of us. Until that time that we have Krishna, we'll always be hankering for something. Always. Because no matter what it is, it'll prove to be insufficient. But when you have Krishna as the gopis here, now the, Krishna, the gopis are with Krishna. Krishna is with, so it says here, they had no desire to be fulfilled. Krishna was there. So, when you're here in the temple, you should be satisfied. Is Krishna here? Are you satisfied? Good. Very good. <laughs> they felt they had no desire to be fulfilled. Fully satisfied in the company of Krishna, they spread, spread their cloths on the ground. These garments were made of fine linen and were smeared with the red kunkum, which decorated. Whoops, lost my place. Krishna is unhappy with me. I'm sorry, Krishna. Please forgive me. Everybody chant Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Please come in, please come in. There's nice seating available in the front seats. Everyone should, yes, first come, first serve. First come, first serve. Jai. Haribo. You have brought your Gopal. Very nice. Hare Krishna. Move careful, careful, careful. Padam, padam, yadavipadam. There's danger at every step. At every step there's danger. Even in the spiritual world, looks like. Careful. 
Alright. When, when the gopis had Krishna in their company, not only all their grief, but their lamenting in the absence of Krishna was relieved. They felt they had no desire to be fulfilled. Fully satisfied in the company of Krishna, they spread their cloths on the ground. These garments were made of fine linen and smeared with red kunkum, which decorated their breasts. With great care, they spread a sitting place for Krishna. Krishna was their life and soul, and they created a very comfortable seat for him. So, we also have Krishna with us in our hearts. So there's a nice uh, purport by Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati. He says that we should make a nice sitting place in our hearts for Krishna. Just as Lord Chaitanya cleaned the Gundicha temple twice, he wanted to make sure that there was no remnants of dust or sand or dirt in the temple of Gundicha because Jagannath was going to go there the next day when he finishes up his Rotiatra. So Lord Chaitanya and his associates, they cleaned the temple twice to get rid of every last... So Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati says, same thing we should do with our hearts. We should clean our hearts so much so that we make a nice sitting place for Krishna. Here, the gopis are making a nice sitting place for Krishna. So similarly, we also should make a nice sitting place for Krishna in our hearts. Therefore, we have to get rid of all kinds of lust, anger, greed, envy, get rid of it. How to do that? Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. If we do that, then we make Krishna sit in our hearts very nicely. Sitting on the seat amongst the gopis, Krishna became more beautiful. Great yogis like Lord Shiva, Lord Brahma, or even Lord Shesha and others always tried to fix their attention upon Krishna in their hearts. But here, the gopis actually saw Krishna seated before them on their cloths. In the society of the gopis, Krishna looked very beautiful. They were the most beautiful damsels within the three worlds, and they assembled together around Krishna. So in the Vedas, it is said that you may take the most beautiful women on earth, but they do not compare to the beautiful women on the heavenly planets. Then you compare the most beautiful women on the heavenly planets. They do not compare to the ladies in Vaikuntha, the spiritual world. But then you take the ladies of Vaikuntha, you compare them to the queens of Krishna. The queens of Krishna are the most beautiful. But then you compare the queens to the gopis, they are the topmost beauties. And of all the gopis, 
Srimati Radharani. It is said that all the great, the beautiful women, chaste women, they actually aspire the qualities and beauty of Srimati Radharani. So here Krishna is sitting with the most beautiful women in all of creation, the gopis. Krishna seated himself beside each of the many gopis. And it may be asked herein how he did this. There is a significant word in this verse. Ishvara. Everyone says. And it is stated in the Bhagavad Gita. Ishvara Sarvabhutana. Ishvara refers to the Supreme Lord as the super soul seated in everyone's heart. Krishna also manifested this potency of expansion as Paramatma in this gathering with the gopis. Krishna was sitting by the side of each gopi unseen by the others. So just see how amazing is Krishna. He's sitting in the midst of all these gopis, but each gopi is thinking, ah, Krishna is sitting beside me alone. This is Krishna. Same thing happened when Krishna had a picnic with the cowherd boys. Krishna was sitting in the middle, surrounded by so many cowherd boys, but each cowherd boy was perceiving Krishna's looking at me. Like right now I'm looking at Harish. But if I was Krishna, you would be thinking Krishna's looking at me. And you would be thinking Krishna's, because that's Krishna. He's the absolute. He's the supreme. He can do the impossible. Krishna was so kind to the gopis that instead of sitting in their hearts to be appreciated in yoga meditation, he seated himself by their sides. By seating himself outside, he showed special favor to the gopis who were the selected beauties of all creation. Having gotten their most beloved Lord, the gopis began to please him by moving their eyebrows and smiling and also by suppressing their anger. Why would the gopis be angry? Why would the gopis be angry? Nobody was paying attention in the first part? Yes, Krishna left them. Right? Say, I came here to Harish and in the middle of the program I disappeared. What happened? What's going on here? So yes, Krishna had left them. He had left Radharani also. And they had been searching for him. It wasn't that they, he just disappeared and came. No. They spent a long time looking for him. So there was a little bit of anger there. Some of them took his lotus feet in their laps and massaged them. Who would like to massage Krishna's lotus feet? Yes, very good. Someday that day will come. That day may come if your love for Krishna is so great, if you chant so nicely and serve Krishna so nicely. That day may come when Krishna will say, could you massage my feet? Yes. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna. <laughs> Hare Ram, Hare Ram. And while smiling, they confidently expressed their suppressed anger and said, 
Dear Krishna, we are ordinary women of Vrindavan, and we do not know much about Vedic knowledge, what is right and what is wrong. We therefore put a question to you, and since you are very learned, you can answer it properly. In dealings between lovers, we find that there are three classes of men. One class simply receives. Another class reciprocates favorably, even if the lover is very contrary. And the third class neither acts contrary nor answers favorably in dealings of love. So out of these three classes, which do you prefer or which do you call honest? So let's review what the gopis just said. What are they asking Krishna? So how many classes are there? Three. One is they just take. You give love, they just take. I'm sure you've come across people like that. They simply take, 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 nothing back. Then the next class, they reciprocate. You give, they also reciprocate. Then the third class, they don't act contrary, nor are they favorable. So let's see what Krishna says. My dear friends, persons who simply reciprocate the loving dealings of the other party are just like merchants. They give in loving affairs as much as they get from the other party. Practically, there is no question of love. It is simply self-interested or self-centered business dealing. Even those without a tinge of loving affairs are better than these merchants. Better than the first class is the second class of men who love in spite of the opposite party's contrariness. Such sincere love can be seen when the father and mother love their children in spite of their children's neglect. I'll have to repeat that because that's very significant. Such sincere love can be seen when the father and mother love their children in spite of their children's neglect. The third class neither reciprocate nor neglect, and they can be further divided into two classes. One compromises, excuse me, one comprises the self-satisfied who do not require anyone's love, and they are called Atma Rama. Can everyone say? Which means they are absorbed in the thought of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And so do not care whether one loves them or not. But another class comprises ungrateful men. They are called callous. The men in this group revolt against superior persons. For instance, a son, in spite of receiving all kinds of things from loving parents, may be callous and not reciprocate. 
Those in this class are generally known as Guru Druha, which means they receive favors from the parents or the spiritual master and yet neglect them. Prabhupada now comments. Krishna indirectly answered the questions of the gopis. Even those questions which implied that Krishna did not properly reciprocate their dealings. In answer, Krishna said that he, as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is self-satisfied. What was that word? Atmaram. Everyone? He does not require anyone's love. But at the same time, he said that he is not ungrateful. We know this from the Bhagavad Gita. Krishna says that as you surrender or as you worship him, he reciprocates. We find that. So although Krishna doesn't require, as it says here, anyone's love, still, if we worship him, if we show affection, he'll reciprocate accordingly. That's what he says in Bhagavad Gita. Now that's important. That is important because that is going to come into play very soon. My dear friends, Krishna continued, you might be aggrieved by my words and acts, but you must know that sometimes I do not reciprocate my devotees' dealings with me. My devotees are very much attached to me, but sometimes I do not reciprocate their feelings properly in order to increase their love for me more and more. If I can very, very easily be approached by them, they might think Krishna is so easily available. So sometimes I do not respond. If a person has no money, but after some time accumulates some wealth and then loses it, he will think of the lost property 24 hours a day. Similarly, in order to increase the love of my devotees, sometimes I appear to be lost to them. And instead of forgetting me, they feel their loving sentiments for me increase. My dear friends, do not think for a moment that I have been dealing with you as I do with ordinary devotees. I know what you are. You have forsaken all kinds of social and religious obligations. You have given up all connection with your parents without caring for social convention and religious obligations. You have come to me and loved me and I am so much obliged to you that I cannot treat you as ordinary devotees. Do not think that I was away from you. I was near to you. I was simply seeing how much you were anxious for me in my absence. So please do not try to find fault with me because you consider me so dear to you. Kindly excuse me if I have done anything wrong. I cannot repay 
your continuous love for me. Even throughout the lifetimes of the demigods in the heavenly planets, it is impossible to repay you or show enough gratitude for your love. Therefore, please be satisfied by your own pious activities. You have displayed exemplary attraction for me, overcoming the greatest difficulties arising from family connections. Please be satisfied with your highly exemplary character, for it is not possible for me to repay my debt to you. So just appreciate what Krishna just said to the gopis. First of all, even though he disappeared from them and they were searching for him, he was there, but they could not see him. And as he admitted, I wanted to see how much attached you were to me. And when Krishna saw that they were so attached to him, that's why he returned. Then, as we pointed out, Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita that as anyone, you, as we surrender to Krishna, he responds, he reciprocates. But here, what has he told the gopis? I cannot repay you. That means the gopis' love for Krishna is so great that Krishna is incapable of reciprocating accordingly. So this is the first example I want to give of unconditional love. Even though Krishna left the gopis, the gopis still remained attached to Krishna. And Krishna is admitting that their love for him is so great, he is incapable of reciprocating appropriately. And he's God. He's unlimited. So for him to make this admission is totally, co completely astounding. So here is one verse in the Bhagavad Gita that doesn't apply to the gopis. For everybody else, yes, as you surrender to Krishna, he responds. But for the gopis, what has he told them? I can't. I can't repay the love you have for me. Prabhupada comments, the exemplary character of devotional service manifested by the devotees of Vrindavan is the purest type of devotion. It is enjoined in the authoritative shastras that devotional service must be ahoytuki apratihata. This means devotional service to Krishna cannot be checked by political or religious convention. So this is another aspect of unconditional. Unconditional means no conditions. There's nothing. So ahoytiki apratiyata means the devotee will serve Krishna, love Krishna, surrender to Krishna, doesn't matter the time, place, or circumstance. Nothing can check. That stage of devotional service is always transcendental. The gopis particularly showed pure devotional service toward Krishna. So much so that Krishna himself 
remained indebted to them. So, there's no bailout here. Krishna is indebted to the gopis. Lord Chaitanya thus said that the devotional service manifested by the gopis in Vrindavan excelled all other methods of approaching the supreme personality of Godhead. So, um, the topic again tonight is unconditional love. So here is the first meditation. The gopis' unconditional love for Krishna, that even though he disappeared from them, still they were searching for him and remained there. And Krishna was watching, unseen, but he returned. So, our, how, what do we take from this? What do we take from this is, and we also heard Krishna explain that sometimes he does not reciprocate because he's testing us to see how determined we are. Sometimes people will pray or worship and they expect some result, but here Krishna admits that even sometimes you will worship him. He may not reciprocate. So that's the test. That is the test. When Krishna seemingly does not respond, then the test will be, so will you stay with Krishna or you will give up Krishna? That is the test. And that is for all of us. Will we be able to pass Krishna's test like the gopis? The gopis passed the test. Krishna left them, but they didn't leave. They stayed and expected Krishna to come back. And they prayed and prayed and cried out. Their chapter, the Gopi Gita, simply they're crying out to Krishna. So when we chant the Hare Krishna mantra, we are crying out to Krishna. What are we crying out? My Lord Please engage me in your service. That is the meaning of the Maha Mantra. My Lord, please engage me in your service. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Kapil, every year you come, you have to sing. <laughs> 